G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Done, but there is so much getting around in the world of horse racing as we look to see what's been made of coronavirus and what it means in the 2021 and there's horses moving left, right and centre. We've still got the West Australian Carnival, big group ones this week, but... We thought we'd better get to our man, Damo Rackley from The Age, a racing editor who joins us now. Damo, hello to you. Cam, always good to chat. Uh, I'll tell you this. Alan Endes joined us on SEN Track. Campbell Brown and I on Monday afternoon when the whole situation went down, David Van Dyke and the split there and Alligator Blood and a few other horses that not many people have heard of. And the way he sold it to us is that he was going to take his time until Alligator Blood <laughs> found a new home. I wake up this morning, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott, has the blood? How do you think this is going to work out? Uh, well, I don't. I don't think it's too bad a call, to be honest. Alligator blood can go into a big stable. Um, they've obviously got operations in Sydney and Melbourne, which is uh, which is more than handy. He's a generally a get forward type of horse, which uh, suits the style of training um, for Gay and Adrian. And uh, I spoke to Alan Endres as well today um, about some of the boxes that he ticked. He, he said the same thing. He, he planned on taking his time, but Adrian Bott made the call to Bruce Slade, the bloodstock agent who they know well, and it all just snowballed from there. But ticked the boxes in that um, they're happy for him to do a bit of media and he's happy to let them do the training. He wanted to make it clear today that... You know, he never gave David Van Dyke any instructions on how to train the horse. Um, sure, he's taken up a fair bit of uh, the media attention, Alan. But um, uh, no, I think it might be a, a pretty good combination. And uh, obviously, the horse is getting surgery next week. So there's no rush to get him up and running for the autumn. They can take their time and uh, set some targets in the spring. And that's the big thing for me, okay? Because and Alan sort of suggested the same thing to us on Monday that he never he never gave David Van Dyke any instructions around the horse. Although the the common perception was that he did. So that was my one concern that if he's going to come over and try and tinker with Waterhouse and Bond, we know how successful they are. Then that could lead into something. But we know how great of a stable they are, and adding a horse like Alligator Blood that has incredible potential and and has done a huge amount already on the Group One stage, even if it has sometimes been shrouded in controversy it is a win-win if the owner owns and the trainers train oh absolutely and i think i saw a stat that a couple of uh gay waterhouse's most recent group one winners uh, shout the bar and contest Patero were both horses that started their careers at other stables mm. so um i think it's not a bad operation to go into as I, as i said when you you train horses to um or, or predominantly train horses to race up on pace um that's that would generally see horses improve their form because they're, they're naturally giving themselves a greater chance of, of winning races. So um, he, he's certainly a, a good horse. I do think I do think it's been more of a media thing for, for Alan. And, and uh, you know, one example I use is I think David Van Dyke at one stage mentioned to Alan, look, we'll, we'll nominate um, Alligator Blood for the Cox Plate. I think uh, the... the Golden, Golden Eagle's the, the main target, but we'll, we'll nominate him uh, for the Cox Plate because he's too good a horse not to nominate him. And I think Alan went around then and told media, well, you know, now we've changed our plans and, and gone towards the Cox Plate. And I don't think that was ever the case, but um, that was maybe a little bit of damage caused there. But 
I think it was more a personal uh, breakdown in relationships that saw that, that partnership end, and we'll see a new one start now. I did see the uh, the VRC and Race Victoria, but in this case, the VRC continued to evolve, and, and rapid racing, which was a huge thing last summer, Carnival is back. It is. They trialled it in the, in the summer last year. They had two teams, Metro Jockeys and Country Jockeys, they had fields of 12, so they had six jockeys on each side, randomly assigned horses, and wanted to create sort of a, a team base, um, as it's called, rapid racing, a half an hour between races, um, seven races all up the straight um, to try and um, do something different. They did it on a Sunday um, last summer, um, and they're going to tinker with that a bit. They've, they've moved it now to a Friday twilight meeting. Um, they're going to tinker with the silks because that was uh, that didn't really work as a TV spectacle and it probably made it a mm-hmm. bit difficult for the race callers too. Uh, I think uh, last year they had Matt Hill and uh, um, uh, Rich, uh, uh, what's his name, Rick McIntosh, um, both uh, co-called the, the meeting. So... Yeah, that, that's something they've tinkered with this year. The other thing that they've tinkered with too is, I think last summer they had a, one twilight meeting in uh, December, one in January, one in February, and one in March. And this time they've decided to bunch those four twilight meetings together all in January. And that way it gives punters, um, you know, make, make sure the punters are pretty, um, pretty aware of what the case is. They can get themselves set for a month of twilight meetings. And um, I, think, I think it'll be good over summer. You can go to beach during the day or watch the cricket and then uh, in the afternoon you can put on a couple of bets uh, before, you know, Sunday, Saturday night drinks or something like that. So, yeah, this is um, all part of, you know, trying to engage the um, the new punters that, uh, that racing's been able to pick up over COVID. Correct me if I'm wrong here as well. Uh, was Dennis Pagan one of the captains last year or the coaches or whatever the exact terminology yeah. was? He went on to win a Victoria Derby. So, uh, you know, if history repeats, there'll be a few putting their hand up for the gig this time. <laughs> yeah, I think he was one of the coaches. Uh, I think he was coach of the Metro team and, and uh, Pickers was Pickers, coach of, of the course. country team last year. Uh, they haven't decided on coaches this year, obviously, with uh, COVID and uh, the bubble. Um Keeping people separate from the, the participants is something that they've got to think about. But um, but uh, certainly, yeah, they'll they'll look to get the best, uh, the seven best metro jockeys and the seven best country jockeys um, uh, at Flemington for that meeting. And it'll um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think regarding the silks, they're looking at probably using the owners' silks so people recognise the the colours of the horse. But maybe uh, maybe metro have uh, have. Red, red pants and, and country have white pants or something like that. Beautifully done, Damo. I've known you a little while and you're just tearing this apart. You've had a wonderful year. You continue to do so. But I was a little surprised. I, look, surprise isn't the wrong word, but with so much going on, I, I, I'm surprised you found the time is probably what I'm looking for. I see you drop a tennis story around the Australian Open a couple of days ago. <laughs> um. I, uh, I co-authored one. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I got a little bit of information. I said, this probably isn't strong enough to lead a story, but if you need a little bit uh, little bit extra, here's, um, here's what I've heard. So, um, yeah, not, not, not breaking any uh, tennis yarns <laughs> by any stretch, but um, 
now that um now that racing racing's quieting down, I'll probably uh, be giving a little chop out here and there to other other parts of the paper. Love it, mate. Whatever you do, it turns to gold right about now. We love your work. Make sure you follow uh, Damo on Twitter as well for all the breaking news and jump on the Age or Fairfax papers right around the country online. As always, mate, we appreciate your time. Always good to chat, mate. Take care. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.